Hi, everyone. We're back again with our Real Life, Real Hope podcast, joined today by Jennifer Nadu, Senior Vice President for Child and Family Services at CHR and a licensed clinical social worker. Welcome back, Jen. Thanks. It's great to be here. You're listening to the Real Life, Real Hope podcast, brought to you by CHR. So today I want to talk a little bit about children who need more intensive services. We previously talked about just really what every parent needs to know about behavioral health challenges among children and teens, particularly after the pandemic. But for some kids, um, more intensive services are needed, and that's often linked to trauma. So I thought maybe we could start by having you talk a little bit about what is trauma? How is that defined? Yeah, that's a great question. Right now, you could probably say that just about every child has experienced a trauma, given the fact that they've all grown up during a global pandemic. Um, you know, typically the way that we identify trauma is around children who have been exposed to something that's caused an impact in their life that, you know, changes their ability to kind of function normally. Um, you know, you see some changes in kind of their daily habits and things that they're doing. You might see changes in their school behavior. I think traditionally, a lot of people think of trauma as things like physical abuse, sexual abuse, neglect. Um, but really, trauma is any time that something big has happened to a child that's had, had you know, a real negative impact in some way, shape, or form in their lives. Yeah. So as you said, certainly living through the pandemic when schools were closed, all activities were closed, I mean, especially for a younger child, that m must have been very confusing. Yeah. I mean, I, I think parents and caregivers were also under a tremendous amount of stress themselves. You know, there were changes to their work schedules, and now they also had to figure out how, how to take care of their children during this and also provide schooling and things of that nature. So, you know, it's not just that the children were impacted throughout the pandemic, but their caregivers were as well. And when you think about that impact on a caregiver, certainly that also impacted their ability to be able to parent their children in the most effective way possible. Absolutely. So what are some of the treatments for children who've been exposed to trauma? So some of the treatments that we offer at, at CHR are evidence-based treatments. Evidence-based treatments is just a fancy way of saying that there's a lot of research behind the treatment that shows that it, that it works, that it's effective. And so we offer treatments such as TFCBT, trauma-focused cognitive behavioral therapy, and MATCH, ADTC, lots of acronyms. So that's mm -hmm. the modular approach to therapy for children experiencing anxiety, depression, trauma, or conduct. How does that play out? Yeah, so those treatments are offered traditionally in our outpatient or in our school-based settings through our outpatient um, type services. And so, you know, when kids and families come in for their assessments, when they're being provided treatment, the therapists are doing, um, you know, they're asking lots of questions. They're completing different assessments and gathering information. And if a child has been exposed to trauma, oftentimes they are indicating that something like MATCH or TFCBT might be an appropriate treatment model to use with that particular family. What makes kind of these treatment approaches a little bit different from our traditional outpatient treatment um, is that there are 
different interventions that we are teaching the families. So depending on kind of what their presentation is, what they're struggling with, or you know what their child needs additional support or help with, we're really tailoring the interventions and skills that we're teaching the family based on what their child is presenting with. That's great. Tell us a little bit about the outcomes you're seeing. So like I mentioned, the evidence-based treatments, the research shows that they're effective. Um, and so that that's why we use them, because we know that they have proven outcomes, that kids are getting better. And typically they're getting better in a shorter amount of time than kind of treatment as usual. So, you know, we're seeing that kids are able to, you know, kind of get back to where they were previously when it comes to their school functioning. They're able to participate in activities that they previously used to enjoy doing. We're seeing that they have less worry or fear about certain things that there's improved communication within the family, and then therefore an improved relationship between the child and their caregivers and siblings and other family members. So it's really looking at how the child functions in all parts of their life. Yes. Their family, their friends, their community. Yeah, family, friends, community, school. Um, you know, we really want to look at the entire environment that the child is a part of and see what do we need to do in order to have a positive impact across all of those different environments. That's great. Great. Thank you. Welcome. This podcast is brought to you proudly by CHR, where real life meets real hope. Visit chrhealth.org to explore resources and services. Be sure to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate and review and join the conversation on social media.